it wasn't easy because people sort of didn't see me for who I am and people were sort of saw me as like this pretty woman because I was, you know, I was young, I was fresh, very friendly. So no matter how hard I tried to do this restaurant project thing, whether like, you know, I can bring my aunt from Paris or like I can do it myself, whichever concepts, people always end up putting me in the front. You should be in the front, like you should should run the restaurant, you should talk to the people. And, and I was like, yeah, but I want to be in the kitchen, you know, I wanted to cook. And that was really, really hard to push through that. And and also myself didn't realize I'd have the power uh, in myself to say, no, this is what I'm going to do. So I started cooking more and more at home. Next thing you know, all my friends start asking for more. Like, oh mm. my God, can you make that? Can you do that? Oh, you should bottle up your curry and sell it to me. Like, it's so good. Like, I would love to eat more of that. So throughout, like, the passion and love I have that, like, persistent and never, like, stop, I just kept cooking and then, you know, getting this all feedback. And I realized, like, cooking is not that hard. All along the time, I thought I shouldn't pursue that because I thought it was too hard for me. Because everyone's like, you should be in a farm. You would do so much better. Cooking is too difficult for you. You should never do it. You know, from the male chef that I have respect for, from my ex-boyfriend, from the restaurateur I met, from all of these people, they told me I shouldn't do it. And I believed them. And then I realized, actually, I could do it. We often listen to the society and other people and forgot to ask ourselves, like, you know, what we really want and who we really are, what our capacity. And can you imagine how many capacity we lost because we didn't listen to ourselves? Can you imagine if we learned at the very young age, you know, that whatever, you know, methods of these could be your method, could be like the Buddhist me- Buddhism method of like meditation, or could be any other, you know, so many way of like learning. If we learn as, as since a very young age to listen to our inner voice and our our own intuition can you imagine what kind of we would you know we would be a superpower superhuman <laughs> you know we would reach our fulfill we will fulfill our capacity and we'll reach our potential you know and and this is something that women often in her 30s realize or late 20 if you're lucky that like hey this is what i want to do this is what i don't want to do you know and, and and it's never too late to discover that but I also wonder what it would have been life if I discovered it since I was 14, for example, you know, be sustainable restaurant. So we look for what we have first. So we look for the material. It's like an artist, like when you look at the material, it's like, um, you know, like a, a sculpture looking at the material, like we're looking what we have available in the season at this time from the small farmers. And then we we'll work from there. So it requires a lot of creativity. And yes, like there, there are times that like, I'm just inspired and I have all this idea popping out and you just make all these dishes in the menu and it's wonderful, you know, and there are times that there's nothing coming. Mm. And I wonder if this creativity is just, it's also like, you know, this flow you have, or is it yourself able to open for this flow to happen as well? And when you work a lot, when you stress, when you know have so many obligations and the weather is not great, it's been, you know, Berlin notoriously known for like being really gray and not sunny for months and months. I feel like that channel just closed. Yeah, I can't agree more. It, it, for me, it was one of my biggest aha moments in the last five years, just with teaching people how to be more intentional, how to get that flow to move. It's not just a spiritual concept. All understanding intuitively all inspiration has to flow through our bodies like we can't separate the body from the spirit so if the nervous system is overworked if it's not regulated if you are dead tired 
you cannot translate energy, if you will, inspiration through your body. Like the body has to be a receiving vessel for that. You know, in Buddhism, it's like we eat, even the monks that eat everything that they're given to them. So it's not like they're vegan or anything, they eat everything. But they only eat one time a day. And they eat enough to live, not live to eat. So it's about consumer, like what nature gives you, you take and you give back. When we die, we become like, you know, that's why we don't bury. We just burn ourselves. We throw the ash everywhere and we just disappear, you know. And it's like a very, um, in a way, like very sustainable mentality. Whereas, you know, like, for example, like in the past, when you eat Thai food, it's mostly like vegetable, rice, a little bit of fish. And like, you know, usually a lot of dipping and stuff like that. So the protein actually very little and not so much. And it's interesting because when I cook, one of the feedback I often get back, you know, in the Western world is like, oh, there's not enough meat. I need more, like, you know, <laughs> there's not enough. I'm, I'm still hungry, for example, I have gets complained. I'm still hungry and I go out and I see the plate. They didn't touch the rice. They didn't touch the vegetable. They only have meat. And I'm like, well, then you're not, you know, it's, you of course going to be hungry because it's Thai food and we eat differently. We start with the rice and we eat everything around, you know, in the way it's the way the spirit of Thai food always been very nature driven and very gentle to nature. And it's very, not like, you know, very heavy on the protein or anything like that. And it's definitely hard to try to translate that spirit into like the Western world where like people not sharing food and they want big meat, big protein, some starch, a bit of vegetable, you know. We are the opposite. <laughs> We're like, we be one with the plants, with the nature. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.